I want to say, I truly do hate you. I'm 18. I should be with my friends. I should be walking the streets, exploring, traveling. But all you do is put me through hell every day. I What's up, everybody? My name is Mel, and welcome to Life Coaching by Mel. Here at Life Coaching by Mel, we speak truth. I'm not referring to my truth, your truth. I'm talking about the Lord's truth. We talk about the word, the will, and the ways of God here. And we're here every Wednesday with a brand new episode at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you like content based on the biblical truth, based on the holy written word of the Lord, please hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Feel free to hit me in the comment section. I will respond to you. I will interact with you. Let's get this conversation going. Be sure this video gets in the hand of someone that you know, because it just may be something that saves someone from a horrific situation or just get them to the next day. You never know. Send this video out to someone. Glory be to God, the channel is growing as we speak, but I do have a goal here, guys, to get to the next landmark. Right now, we're sitting above 7,000, but let's get to 10,000 within the next month or so. Be sure that you subscribe and be sure you send this over to as many people as you can. I recently had a video that went viral on TikTok uh, regarding D.L. Hughley. I placed it on YouTube as well, so if you're needing to see that if you haven't seen it yet feel free to do so in the description section and that video was vlad tv and dr hughley discussing how their mothers disrespected their fathers all the way up until their deathbed and i went into my own story how my mom has disrespected my father throughout the years my father's still alive and they are divorced now and the video got a lot of traction we have some people who saying man this is exactly my story this is 100 percent what i've gone through what i'm yet experiencing i'm Thank you so much for putting this content out there. I needed to hear this. There's so many positive comments and so many affirmations for why I believe the Lord led me to talk about this topic. But also there was a lot of people who were not as pleased about this being a discussion, uh, completely upset that this was the narrative that I was pushing, so to speak. And they all had pretty much the same thing to say. There's two sides to the story. Of course, those men were beating those women. Those men were cheating. The kids don't know the full story if you knew your mom's side. You, if you knew what she hid from you, then you would understand why she treated your dad that way. But here's my favorite that they said, and this is what led me to do this video today. Oh, you guys just need to heal. You need to heal. You're hurt. Especially you, Mel. You're a life coach. You need to heal before you start trying to help other people. And I don't need to tell many of you, many of you probably know the demographic of people that were commonly saying that, but it was very funny to me how it seemed like they all had like a script, that they all can read off the same script and say the exact same things. It's also very funny how that very group of people are some of the most vocal about the things that hurt them. And I'm very curious to know what movement has ever been established that wasn't established from pain? that wasn't established from some type of healing that took place or that needed to take place. At this very moment here in Black History Month, how about we go tell every single ancestor we've ever had that, hey, there's no need for the civil rights movement. There's no need for the Underground Railroad. If you do that, you, you sound hurt. Martin Luther King, brother, that dream, you, you sound hurt. You need to heal. Black Lives Matter sound hurt. Someone help me out. How can you listen to someone telling a story from their perspective and your only rebuttal, your only retort is, oh, you sound hurt. Duh, they are hurt. Of course they're hurt. <laughs> That's the reason that they're speaking. 
But I want to take a moment here not to address what they're saying or not even to validate what they're saying, but I want to take a moment to state truth because those people were sent to be divisive. Those people were sent, in my opinion, by Satan to distract people from actually receiving the healing that they may need. But I do want to go over for those who are actually interested in having a productive conversation, how I actually forgave my mother. What was it that led me to not only forgiving her, but moving on from the pain that was left behind with the dissolvement of our relationship. So if you want to hear that story in its entirety, be sure you stay to the end of this video so I can share that with you. But before we get into that, guys, man, I've recently been on the bench of Judge Mathis. If you guys don't know, it's a court TV show. I've been watching like crazy. And the reason I watch, my wife, you know, has a lot of criticism towards that because she said I'm just watching it a little bit too much. And she may be right. But the reason I'm watching because it just shows a lot of different family related issues and i believe there's a lot of content a lot of conversation that can be had from those topics case in point here we have a mother that's suing her daughter i'm not going to play the entire video but i want to give you a little bit of a background it's a very tumultuous relationship we have a mother who lost custody of her children because she's completely abusive to them verbally physically and mentally now this daughter in particular is now about 16 17 years old She's been in and out of her life. The mother suggested that she come back home and live with her because it would be closer to the school. It would be a lot easier for her to get things accomplished that she needs to move on in life. Now, the mother has brought her to court suing her for $1,000 for damaged tires. Now, as the case unfolds, Judge Mathis finds out that all the things the mother has done to the daughter and to the other children. Judge Mathis goes off. I did take her stuff out. Well, my something is wrong with you. No. Yes, yes. Did you hear what your daughter just said about you? Yes, she said honor. you were nothing but an abuser. Time she came to you, you did nothing but the same thing over and over and over. She don't even know I fought for Did her. you do this to her in November? Stay in the tears. No. Nobody cares about she you crying. We care about her and the other child that you abandoned because of your abuse. You come in here crying on somebody's shoulder. The judge won't give them back. The judge won't. <laughs> Big hand to that judge because you heard what just happened? And everybody heard that time she came back to her mama, she got the same treatment that she did when they removed them from you. She's basically the scum of the earth for how she's treated her children over the years. And now she actually has the nerve to sue her daughter. After that, of course, Judge Mathis dismissed the case and of course favored the daughter, gave her funds for her emotional distress. So this is the part I want you guys to hear. After each case, the litigants began to speak and say whatever they want to say to the other. Listen to what the daughter had to say and listen to how the mother responded. I want to say, I truly do hate you. I'm 18, I should be with my friends. I should be walking the streets, exploring, traveling, but all you do is put me through hell every day. I truly hate you. You're supposed to be a mother. I should not be going through this. You put me through depression. I hate that I have to wake up and look at you every day. I hate that I have to live with you. Ashley, I'm sorry that you think this. I've been trying to reach out since you was four or five. I did everything for you, Ashley. I did everything for your siblings. I don't understand you portraying me as this person. I love you, Ashley. I've been trying to get a mother and daughter relationship with you. So I apologize that you hate me. I apologize that you think worst of me. If you would like to see this video in its entirety, go in the description section below. You can see I'm not making this up. If you would like full context, feel free to do so. But I got this question for you guys. How many of you children have had to hear that 
type of apology from your mother. You hear the daughter pouring her heart out to her mom. What could be more hurtful to a parent than to hear from their child, I hate you? Wouldn't that prompt any parent to say, I don't care what I believe I've done for my child, my child is hurting. Something is actually going on that I've caused my child to feel. So let's drop the pride, let's drop the fact that we're on national TV. Baby, I'm sorry for what I did to you. Not I'm sorry for what you saying about me. I'm sorry for what I actually did to you because what I did to you is what you are saying I did, not what I believe I did. And the fact of the matter is it's completely disingenuous by this mother because she knows for a fact that she was not there. <laughs> she knows for a fact that her children were taken away from her. How could you possibly do everything for your children when there's been court documents to prove that you have beaten your children, flat out abused your children? What have you done to show that you've been there for them? This in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen, is why most kids are afraid to confront and forgive their parents. It's 100% the reason why I was afraid because I knew whatever I had to say would be invalidated immediately. But let me tell you the path that I went on. I'm going to tell you about a guy's name here that is not the most popular, and I'm actually not the biggest of fans nowadays, but he did help me with this particular thing. Jesse Lee Peterson is an internet sensation. He does a lot of uh, political conversations, he has a podcast by the name of The Falling State. Uh, one of his biggest claims to fame, if I put it that way, is his push for people, and honestly men, to forgive their mothers. He said that there's a lot of power that comes on the other side of that. A lot of the anger issues that we have experienced, a lot of the things that we uh, harbor within ourselves, the hatred we harbor in ourselves regarding our fathers, a lot of that can go away merely by us forgiving our mothers. And that's hard for a lot of people, I will admit, because a lot of people hold their mothers at such a high esteem. I've talked about in previous videos that our mothers teach us to idolize them that anything they do is not necessarily something that's wrong. She has to have some type of justifiable reason. Or, you know, a lot of people say there's no book to parenting, so anything she did wrong is even understandable. And it very well may be understandable. To a certain degree, I do understand majority of the things that my mother did. There's reasoning behind everything. However, it doesn't change the fact that something is wrong. Let's call a spade a spade. It don't matter the DNA, it don't matter if someone's 100% related to you. If it's wrong, it's wrong. So with the content I was listening to with Jesse Lee years ago, and this was, was about five years ago that this all happened, after not talking to her for about a year, I had some instances happen in my life that I had to reach out to her. I had some paperwork at her house I need to retrieve. By that paperwork being there, I believe that was God creating an avenue for me to do this thing that I knew I had been putting off, which is forgiving her. So we arranged a time for us to meet, and I, she actually stood me up the first time. No one was there. That was a regular occurrence my whole life with her, so I was. I will be honest. I say, hey, F it. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm not going to try again. But then... I was like, man, I need this paperwork regardless. <laughs> so at this point, I said, man, I got to find a way. So I reached out to my baby sister at the time. She was, you know, in college and, re and living with my mom here and there. So she arranged for us to connect and find an appropriate time for us to actually both be there. So as I got there, my mom's there. My mom's there with her husband. And she wants this thing to be all smooth sailing. And, you know, let's not talk about the past. But I let her know, mom, there's a lot of things that's happened in our past. There's a lot of things that's happened to, in your past individually. I know you've been through a lot as a woman. And I did not approve of a lot of the things that you've done to me. A lot of things you've done to our siblings. And a lot of things you did to dad. However, I love you. And from this day forward, I consider myself forgiving you. 
And as I stated, she didn't want nothing to do with conversation of the past for reasons I won't get into. That's her life. She laughed it off and said, hey, okay, son, yeah, I forgive you too. That was one conversation. We had another conversation approximately six months later. Now, this time it was at my home. And this time I was able to get into more information because she was not with her husband. I set her down. And I told her so many integral things that has happened to me over my life especially during my childhood, from molestation, from female family members, from my promiscuity issues, from issues I've had with relationships, the things that went through in my divorce. I broke down so many different things and I let her know that I'm not blaming her, but it's a large part of the relationship I had with her that led to those type of traumatic things happening in my life. And as you guys probably guessed it, she gave me the same half-hearted apology that this mother gave her daughter on Judge Mathis. Son, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry that you went through those things and that you feel that it's because of our relationship that you went through that. I think people really believe that they are admitting to doing wrong when they say those type of things. And it's because they're so not used to apologizing in their mind, that's the same as saying, I'm sorry I did that to you. So I give her the benefit of the doubt, so to speak. But to this day, I haven't received any apology from her for her particular actions. And at this point, I'm not looking for it. Part of the principle of what Jesse Lee is talking about is when you forgive, you don't look for their apology, you don't look for their forgiveness. You're primarily doing that because of your healing and you know helping you to move on and helping you to address people accordingly moving forward. You're truly doing that to close a chapter in your life. I understand it's really hard for people to navigate the fact that it's okay to live life without your mother. I understand they trained us to idolize them. And the Bible does tell us to honor our father and mother, but seem like some of y'all forgetting that father part, y'all just say the mother. But secondly, <laughs> what part of honor your father and mother includes receiving abuse from them and also means that you must maintain a relationship with them for the remaining of your life? Because in Matthew, Jesus clearly tells us to always choose him over family including your mother. So in essence, if the relationship between me and my mother causes me to separate from God, that's a relationship I should no longer be a part of. So to be separate from my mom does not mean I am not healed. Let's get that emphatically straight. Anyone who's not a part of your mom's life, it doesn't necessarily mean you need some healing to do. And you know how I know this for sure? I asked the most important person in my life. I asked the person who knows me better than anyone else. I asked this to my wife. So I said, babe, when you talk about trauma, and talk about issues that you've had in your past. Is it possible to be healed, but also hurt? She said, of course, you can definitely be healed, but still feel the residual pain of what happened to you and still have hurt, especially when things are brought up to your attention that reminds you of the past. So I asked her, what would you consider me regarding my mother? She said, you are definitely healed, but you definitely have moments of hurt, but there's no part of your hurt that's not understandable. So to speak on things doesn't necessarily mean you're still struggling with that and that you're still needing healing. It means that you recognize the pain, and it maybe it's through that pain that God is using you to help free other people. And every time I think about my calling, and think about my purpose, and think about the things I have struggled with that God has brought me to a great place in now, I think about Proverbs 31. And most people, when you think about Proverbs 31, you think about the virtuous woman and what it means to be a, a, a wife and what it means to be a, a great woman. I want to let you know that starts at verse 10. People don't talk about everything that happens before that, verses 1 through 9. Verses 1 through 9 is a conversation between a mother and her son. She says, my son, I gave birth to you. 
You are the son I pray for. Don't waste your strength on women or your time on those who ruin kings. Kings should not drink wine, Lemuel, and rulers should not desire beer. If they drink, they might forget the law and keep the needy from getting their rights. Give beer to people who are dying and wine to those who are sad. Let them drink and forget their need and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Defend the rights of all those who have nothing. Speak up and judge fairly and defend the rights of the poor and needy. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my purpose. That is my calling. I felt like when this mother was speaking to her son, this was a mother speaking to me. Although I went through everything that I went through and I got on the other side of it, what kind of selfish person would I be to get on the other side of that detrimental wall and not help anyone else over? I forgave my mother. I let her go. I let everything that she put me through go. And I'm encouraging you to do the same. This video came across your feed because you're not alone. This is God's reminder to you that you are not alone. You don't have to go through this alone. Reach out to me. Send me an email, mailcoaching at yahoo.com or any platform you're watching this on, send me a DM. Forgiveness is waiting on you. Freedom is waiting on you. You don't have to wait on her to get that freedom. Let's go.